0: And if you're so concerned about a rainbow, I don't know what you do when it rains. <laughs> you, I know you, your ass be standing in the window cursing at the sky. Because <laughs> that big ass rainbow be sitting there and yeah. you be mad as hell. <laughs> you be sitting there like, look at this gay ass sky. <laughs>
1: This episode is brought to you by Accounting Plus. Ignore the unschooled skeptics. In terms of career, accounting is the way to go. We're talking flexibility, great pay, and the kind of lifestyle you've always dreamed of. It's a lifestyle that's less math and spreadsheets and more traveling, personal and professional growth, and making a positive impact on your family and community. If this sounds like what you're into, Accounting Plus provides free resources that will help guide you to a successful career in accounting and personal freedom. Do more, live more. Visit joinaccountingplus.com. And welcome back to another episode of the comment section show starring me, your fave, everybody knows me. Look, it's cold in New York for once. It's cold. I, you know what? New York is growing on me because I get to wear cute little things like this. And also, I get to have amazing guests like the one I have today. On to the amazing guest of the hour, the one and only Kaylin Allen.
0: Woo-hoo! Hello, darling. Hello. How what are you? What do you mean you? that New York is cold now?
1: It's it's now, because I've been here like at least nine times this year. And all the other times, with the exception of when I came like three weeks ago, Uh it's finally cold.
0: So this is your first time for it to be cold?
1: Like this year. Okay. Because I've been here all year and it was not... It was colder, I guess, the first time I came early in the year, like March. Okay. Then it's been the devil's asshole hot. Oh. (laughs) And then now it's cold.
0: (laughs) So you have experienced the New York cold, though, Yes, I do. Okay, okay. Which
1: is nice. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I came... I think I came once in the spring and it was like... Not hot, not cold, mm-hmm. for once. Mm. I was like, a nice, perfect temp for yeah. anything. A
0: nice 65. Yeah,
1: but everything in the middle, hot as hell. Yeah.
0: yeah. So incredibly uh-huh.
1: hot. I'm honored to have you.
0: Well, thank you so much. I'm honored to be here.
1: You are such a legend, a social <laughs> media legend. Mm. I know you since your food reaction videos mm-hmm, mm-hmm. long time ago. Yes, yes. So tell me, how did that all come about? How did you start doing the videos? Mm-hmm. How did you end up to where you are now?
0: Well, the funny thing about the food videos is that they were by accident. Really? So, it wasn't something that I was planning to do or that I wanted to do. You know, and this was before TikTok even existed yeah. or any of that. So, you yeah. really just had, like, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook mm-hmm. at the most basic level of what it was. Yeah. There were no reels. There was none of that. Yeah. Creator wasn't even a thing that existed. Yeah, literally. Um, and so, I was in college in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And I... I believe that I am divinely guided. Mm -hmm. And so I just follow any type of intuition that I have. And right before going to one of my jobs, which at the time I had five jobs, I had a feeling that I should record myself watching this sponsored video that I saw on Facebook of some (laughs) cornbread being made. I don't know why. I had never thought of doing this before.
1: Really? And
0: so I said, okay. So I put up the phone, I pressed record, and I recorded the video, and I uploaded it. And from the very first video, this was November 2017, it went viral. And wow. then after that, I was like, well, I guess I got to keep doing these because people like them. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I filmed my first episode of the Ellen DeGeneres show in yeah. December 2017. So this is only a month time. And then I moved to Los Angeles in January. Yeah. And then I worked at Ellen for five years up until the end of the show. Yeah. And then I transitioned and moved to New York and then... Since then, you know, I've done movies, TV shows, but I've done Food Network. I've done a whole bunch of stuff. I just did a show for Roku channel called Celebrity Family Food Battle that comes out next year. So it's like, you know, I I think for me, it's like there are a lot of people that stumble into this industry. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. However, I've spent my entire life Studying and, and yeah. prepping myself for. You know, I have two degrees in theater and film and currently getting my master's in journalism at NYU.
1: Okay, period. So serious <laughs> so like, girl. You know, and so it's <laughs>
0: it's just a part of my being. And I don't yeah. think of what I do as fame or celebrity. I look I at that. it as a career. Yeah. It absolutely. is my job.
1: I love that. Would you say you were someone who like when you first recorded the video, was everyone around you kind of like, This is literally how? He is. He is just, that's who he is. Because I feel like, especially when you start off as being someone who's known as Mm comedy-based, they're kind of like, are they really like this? Mm -hmm. Or is this kind of just for the giggles for the funds for the, the virality of it all. Mm. But where all of your close friends like, no, this is literally how he is. Yes. <laughs> um, and
0: I think even when you talk about like the success, I think if you ask anyone yeah. that knows me, if they are surprised, yeah. they will say no. You right? know, I, I Period. Think, I, well, I, you know, for me, especially in a world like this, cause I think this is also where a lot of digital creators get tricked up in it.
1: Yeah. It's because
0: they create a character. Mm-hmm. And the problem with that is that longevity needs to have a foundation of authenticity absolutely otherwise you will one get tired of the act yeah or two you won't be able to sustain it as Mm -hmm. you enter into different pockets of the industry
1: right for real though and or they'll catch you slipping kind of thing exactly they'll they'll catch you in a moment where you're not being that right and i feel like to that same point i think that's why like even in the era of like youtube when it was Mm -hmm. like The era was very um, curated. It was very picture perfect. Like everything was perfect, well lit, fully beat down, beautiful Mm -hmm. house, beautiful Mm -hmm. outfit, and people lost interest in that because Mm -hmm. it started falling. Like people started falling from grace because you start seeing them as who they really are, which is human. Correct. Right, and then you can't keep up that like image forever. It's exhausting too. Yes, it is. And I feel like even even for me, like with my platform, I feel like I blew up the same way in the sense that that's just like my opinions and who I am Mm -hmm. and people people gravitate I think like you said more towards authenticity like they they want to see that more now especially now now that everyone is so it's so like um common to go viral it's so Mm -hmm. common to be like an influencer Mm -hmm. or whatever Mm -hmm. I think now more than ever they want to see people who are authentic
0: right Right? and well I think even with that point you're talking about how like for instance I talked about how like TikTok didn't exist you mm-hmm. know yeah. and that has changed so much Yeah, and now we're getting to a, a place where so many people are able to go viral and mm-hmm. it doesn't hold the same effect yeah. and I think that's why you have to be a multi-hyphenate and you have to be mm-hmm. versatile because yeah. the problem with that is that of over saturation, Yeah. you know? And so yeah. it's like, well, if everybody can go viral, if everybody can have this yeah. many followers, then what's special about you? Exactly. What's different? And I think really you have to figure out who your audience is and yeah. who you're serving and, and, and who you want to cater the content to, you yeah. know, as to why they should be watching you. Yeah, you know?
1: absolutely. Well, one of the things I admire about you too is um, your ability to flip your virality into a career pretty quickly, right? Mm-hmm. Especially back then, like when you said it was more there was really no short form existing at the time other mm-hmm. than something like vine but even that died that pretty was quickly gone by the end. Yeah, yeah that that died really quick so mm-hmm. it was like your ability to turn it into something where it's based off your personality and why mm-hmm. people gravitate towards you not necessarily just like oh i'm just food like mm-hmm. i just react to food you've mm-hmm. been able to kind of flip it um into a career so people can Put you in different pockets, like you said, and you'll still thrive and flourish. Mm-hmm. Um, so how was that like transition for you from like kind of capitalizing off the the quickness of the virality mm-hmm. and turning it into a
0: career? Well, I always tell people first is that I'm a business person. Period. From, from jump. That's mm-hmm. the way I think of everything. Yeah. I'm always, no matter what I do, whatever opportunity or even viral moment, I'm always like, how do I turn this into something bigger? How do I make this last? You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, And to be honest, I think it's just a a big part of just who I've always been. Mm -hmm. Um, And maybe this is also, my mother used to be a a HR manager at an ad agency. Okay. And so I do a lot of uh, marketing and stuff like that as Mm -hmm. well And because I think I lived in it while I was growing up. It's just like second nature to me on how to market. But I also give a lot of credit to Beyonce because when I was growing up I studied the the documentaries and like mm-hmm. the concert tours and more so not about the concert but how she worked
1: yeah and
0: and her dedication to that and her process you know right. i think i looked at people like oprah and i looked mm-hmm. at how they worked and how they created brands and stuff like that yeah. and so now to be fair i think because of this new age of digital media mm-hmm. sometimes that can be my achilles heel mm-hmm. because i tend to think in a more traditional route when it comes to certain stuff yeah and for instance especially when it comes to like creating content yeah i have to constantly tell myself caitlin doesn't have to be scripted it doesn't have to be yeah you know produced yeah. very heavily like yeah. you don't need to worry about that just being the moment you know mm-hmm. what i mean but i think because i'm an actor yeah. and i'm used to being given a script and having rehearsal and, yeah. and having a process it's kind of hard for me to live in the moment but i'm also a capricorn so yeah. there's that too <laughs>
1: You know what's funny is, um, I I appreciate that you're open to that, like mm-hmm. to the more social media take on on just like how you film things, how you market things, mm-hmm. um, because obviously for myself, like I'm I'm like the genesis of my whole entire business is from social media, mm-hmm. so that's kind of the original lens I've looked through, and then now that I'm moving, I'm kind of doing the opposite, like moving into more traditional forms. Mm-hmm. I've had to kind of work with people, uh, when I work with either it's brands or, or partners or whatever, we kind of have to meet in the middle a little bit mm-hmm. because traditional uh, media people are a little hesitant. It's just a completely mm-hmm. different process. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad that you're open because some people are not open at all. And well, they're okay. very resistant to it.
0: Well, let me speak about that a little bit. <laughs> yeah. This is the thing. And this is where I struggle when it comes to digital media Yeah. and the TikToks of it all. Yeah. For instance, we talked about Vine, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Gone,
0: right? Yeah. Twitter has now evolved into X, right? Horrible. Instagram is no longer a picture-heavy place. Now it is strictly all reels. Yeah. Digital media, to me, is so new Yeah. that it is always evolving, Constantly. which limits stability,
1: mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm.
0: But when you look at... TV Mm -hmm. in traditional forms. Yeah. Regardless if it is a streaming network or not. Yeah. It has always remained. Yeah. It's just the thing that has changed is how you access it. Yeah. That's all that has changed. I feel you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like you may still... Now, instead of watching a show or a movie on cable, Mm -hmm. you're watching it on a streaming network. Yeah. And it's also more accessible in many different ways. Yeah. And so, to me, there will always be longevity there because it has a more solid foundation. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, yes, digital media, it is great right now. We are doing wonderful. You know, you go viral, (laughs) you get your, your followers, you go to these events, you go to these concerts, but will it last you in lifetime? Yeah. And at the end of the day... My only concern is being able to pay my bills and take care of my family for the rest of my life. I feel you. And so I'm all about figuring out well what is going to sustain me.
1: Yeah. Well, that's why I commend you on being able to flip it. Mm-hmm. Because I think that's that's where you get caught up in it. Like that's that's where it um it fizzles because mm-hmm. you solely stay only on social media. Right. Yes. So like in order I feel like in order to sustain when you blow up on social media first, like mm-hmm. myself you have to immediately start rolling balls in other directions mm-hmm. right you have to immediately start capitalizing
0: well even which when is you think asked, about like the fame of it yeah, you know yeah it's like okay you may have 10 million followers on TikTok yeah. but that is such a niche audience mm-hmm. that even if you go to target people still may not even recognize you yeah. you know what i mean
1: well that's why i said it depends it depends on how you move after right right cuz some people like some people have 25, 30 million mm-hmm. followers, and some people have never heard of them. Mm-hmm. But some people may have 2 million or even less than that, and yeah. a lot of people know them. Yes. So it's really – I think it really just depends on how you move right, right. after you get it. Right. Which is, I think – that's what I commend you for is because you've, you have lasted this long. Mm-hmm. Even though technically you did blow up with your food videos, that's not – the only thing that you've been doing forever right Right, you've been able to kind of move in other directions right which is a good thing i was like you're just like me for real (laughs) i'm trying to move in other directions Uh immediately yeah because social media is so fleeting right Mm -hmm. and it's like people get bored they move on Mm -hmm. they find new people to like obsess over so it's like it's it's just so i think like key that you immediately like move and Mm -hmm. find out what else you want to do. Like, how else can I turn this Mm -hmm. into other forms of business? So what are, um, other than like acting, has there been any other kinds of business that you've been really interested in or you've pursued and you've been like, I'm going to use this to like start like clothing or Mm -hmm. a a fragrance or skincare Mm -hmm. or whatever?
0: Well, I think, Really, I, I tend to stay more in like the performing arts, you Love. know, especially now that I live in New York. Like Love. I just announced a, a Christmas single that's coming out this year. And then How I'll exciting. Yeah, thank you. Congratulations. And I've, I've, I've done a whole Christmas album that will come out next okay, year, here, you here. know. And you can I, sing too. I'm jealous. Yes. <laughs> well, I <laughs> tell people all the time, It's like, I didn't do those things because I want to be a music artist. Yeah. I did those things because I always think long form. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I know I want to do Broadway. Love. And as, oh, you I know, love as Broadway. a digital creator, when yeah. you try to enter into these spaces that they only have a very tunnel vision of who you are, yep. regardless if I have the degree or not, Yeah, I needed to be able to prove Literally. that I could do it, that, totally. that I've been doing this. You Absolutely. know what I mean? So it's almost like having the receipts, you know? Yeah, like yeah. they were not going to die in for you me, okay? <laughs> I was going to be like, I got the receipts, baby. <laughs> you know? So yeah. that, was, that was my focus. When it came to that. But I think mm-hmm. now that I'm moving, I feel as though I've been doing this long enough that I no longer feel like a caterpillar in a cocoon. Oh, that's good. Like, I feel glad. like I am ready to spread my wings Period. and create what, what's for me, Period. you know? So I definitely yeah. have been thinking about, like... Um, writing more TV shows, writing more movies, writing a book, um, creating a seasoning line, you know, always paying homage to the roots of my career. So I've definitely been um, strategizing and figuring out. Cool, And I also feel like I've started to create and mold a solid team of support yeah. that gives me a little bit more freedom to then express myself creatively because yeah. I don't have to do so much administrative stuff.
1: Yeah. Oh, a team is so important. Yes. A good team is so important. It'll especially make or break the- you. Girl, especially in this world. Okay. Oof.
0: It'll make or break you.
1: <laughs> I know you talk a lot about Beyonce. I know mm-hmm. that's a big part of your beginnings, too, because you love Beyonce so dearly as do I, as a fellow Virgo girl. Come on, Virgo. That's And she's the only Virgo that matters, I know in, me, right. in my humble opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and did you go to Renaissance? I'm assuming you did go to Renaissance. Oh, yeah, honey, I, I went before. four times. I went twice. Okay, where'd you go? I went September 2nd um, at SoFi, okay. and then I did the birthday show. Oh, I was
0: at the birthday show.
1: Period. Did
0: you, do you know the story about how I got to the birthday show, though? No. Okay, girl. <laughs> so I woke Let's up that morning, mm-hmm. and my spirit said, Caitlin, you need to be there. Beyonce needs you there for her birthday. Honey, I bought that ticket and I flew to LA the same day.
1: That same day? That
0: same day. Landed in LA. Went straight to the stadium. Went went in my outfit on the plane. On the plane. (laughs) Didn't have no luggage. Yeah. Stayed in a hotel that night Mm -hmm. and flew out the morning, the next morning. Originally the flight was that night but now I was like, this show not gonna be over by the time this flight is. (laughs) So I stayed in a hotel by the airport and then Got on the, the first flight out the next morning and flew right back.
1: Damn. Yeah. What What other shows did you go to? Uh,
0: I did both New York's. Yeah. And then I did the last one in Kansas City. Because I'm originally from Kansas City.
1: Oh, my gosh. That's right. Okay. Yeah. How was that one? I feel like it was just legendary. Which was so your the favorite? Show the show itself
0: was great. Yeah. <laughs> the experience. Kansas City isn't built for stuff like that. No. Kansas City has gotten a lot of popularity recently because yeah. of the Chiefs. The Chiefs, yeah. And now Taylor Swift. Yeah. You know, and... <laughs> They are not built for that.
1: No, they At aren't. all.
0: <laughs> and the actual process of getting into the concert was hell.
1: Was it really? To the point where I was
0: like, I am never coming back to Kansas City for a concert again. You know? But the actual show itself, superb. Like, it was her last one. She yeah. was given Everything on there, yeah. everybody was there. Cardi B was there, Kelly Rowland was there. Yeah. Like everyone was, was at that Starfield. birthday show, too. Yes, everybody was at the birthday show. Yeah. But LA crowds are whack <laughs> when it comes to concerts. See, <laughs> I I, I wanted to create balance because I don't yeah. want people thinking I'm ragging on uh Kansas City. <laughs> if you ever been to a show in LA, let me tell you what the problem is.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Everybody in the audience is somewhat affiliated to celebrity yeah. or famous in some way. To something. So yeah. they're too busy trying to look cute. I you know, like. or get the picture or, you know, what?
1: you know, I felt that. See, were you in, were you in um, Club Renaissance? Yes. Okay. It, it, was it, it was dead in there. It It was dead
0: in there. It
1: was. I the was in there too. The best crowd
0: to me was in New York. Yeah, and I I was in, I was on, first show I was on the onstage risers, and the second show I was in the beehive pit. To me, the best seats were the beehive pit. Yeah. But like, everybody was just living and having a good good time. Yeah. L.A. people, they too much about aesthetics. Everybody too busy trying to look cute.
1: okay, you know what, that's honestly so real, because when I was in Club Renaissance at the birthday show, Mm -hmm. I could not believe how many people were standing still.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I was dancing so hard, I sweat a lash off, girl. See? I lost should. a lash. As you And sure. I didn't realize till I watched the footage back.
0: This <laughs> was lady like, kept bumping I'm missing a me. lash, bitch. Yeah. Yeah, honey. No. <laughs> I was
1: dancing so hard, I was dripping sweat. Yeah. I even like, you know what's so funny is like, I got styled for it uh-huh. because I was lucky enough to go with Beyonce's hair brand that's oh, coming out. Oh, yes.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay, so then you were also in that little side yes. section. And I think I might have seen you. You probably did because I yeah. saw about there because I knew a lot of people that yes, were like okay, Bretman yes. and, and, and Kai mm. and everybody was yeah. over there too. But what we really need to talk about <laughs> about the birthday show. Now maybe you didn't have to do this because you came with the hair brand. Yeah. But them damn ramps
1: oh, to girl. the floor seats.
0: I did actually have did to do you? that on the way out. Why did I have to walk down <laughs> six ramps to get to the floor seats? For real. In heels, For mind real. you. I had heels on Ridiculous. too.
1: Ridiculous. I had heels on. You know what's so funny though? I brought a big clear bag because I had gone to the September 2nd show so Uh I knew I knew to bring a big clear bag because they were like get rid of this bag it's not Uh going in there so I brought I literally brought Crocs in my Mm -hmm. bag as soon as I got down there as soon as those lights turned off I was Uh like taking off the heels put on my Crocs Mm. and I was crocking all night girl
0: see and I should have done that I tell you another place I won't ever be again (laughs) SoFi Stadium (laughs) Not if I got floor seats. Yeah. Because that was crazy. Getting
1: out is horrible. Even Oh, when...
0: I had to walk to the damn casino <laughs> yeah. to get an Uber.
1: Oh, yeah. Getting out of the yes, stadium is a nightmare. I had to
0: walk to the casino because <laughs> yeah. for some reason, they done built this big old plaza courtyard that you don't, no directions on where you're no, supposed to go. none at all. And so I had to walk all the way down to the casino and I just sat there until the traffic died down.
1: It's a real it's a real free for all after that. It's like a, it's the Trek yeah. girl to ju- like. Good, so luck. Um,
0: good,
1: good luck. Good <laughs> luck. Yeah, good luck getting like home. Don't know how crazy. you're gonna get there. I know. Yeah, with um getting out of the stadium, it was so funny because there was so, the lines were so long. Uh-huh. It's just everyone's just standing and yep. waiting to leave. Yeah, I even asked the security guard. I was like, "Is there another way out?" And they were like. Mm-mm. Nope. They are saying, you could, you could try and take the stairs, but that's worse. And yeah. I was like, yeah, because you have to take 30 flights to mm-hmm. get all the way to the middle. Yeah. And then you can get out.
0: Yeah, and then you get up there, and it's uh, this plaza with 50 other theaters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's like a YouTube oh, yeah, the theater, YouTube theater like, yeah. It's all these other theaters. Yeah. I'm like, honey, just take me to the car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is crazy. You're like, I feel like I'm never going to get out of here. It right. ain't no public transportation. <laughs> yeah, so there's it's not, not like you can go get on like a metro or something. Nothing. To... Huh, the inconveniences <laughs> of life. Mm-hmm.
1: How was uh, the New York show getting in and out? Was that okay? Easy.
0: Really? I drove. It really? was in Jersey. And see, this is why it was easy, is because. Don't nobody drive here. You know? Oh, yeah, that's but true. But I drive. That's true. And so it was in Jersey near yeah. the American Dream Mall at MetLife Stadium. Okay. And so, honey, I got there. It was $45 for VIP parking. I parked Weird. right in front of the stadium. I was back home in 20 minutes. Were you really? Yeah. Oh, I not no jealous. time. Yeah, because they don't drive. So everybody yeah. took the subway. The no real yeah. subway out there. You that's know what I mean? That's
1: true. The West Coast could never. No. Everybody drove. Yeah.
0: New York. <laughs> See, Beyonce's
1: hair brown. Thank you so much, Beyonce's hair brand, because they had cars. So yes, they, they just I love waited. that we still
0: don't have a name. It's I just know Beyonce's hair. You know
1: what's so funny is I saw people after the fact. They were like, and none of all of them were using this hashtag. And I'm like, we had to, girl. Yeah. <laughs> like they didn't tell us a name. Yeah, I, I signed a million NDAs. I don't know anything. Right. I don't know anything at all. All right. I know is a, it's her hair brand. That's it.
0: Trust me, I know the life of Parkwood. <laughs>
1: That's, all, that's the only information they would give me mm-hmm. but I was grateful and I got I mean, to meet Tina Knowles for there like you go. half a second there you go and she was stunning
0: yes she is and I
1: told her I said big fan of your work mm-hmm. by your work I mean your daughter uh-huh. and, she, and I made her laugh a little bit uh-huh. and then I was like uh, I love, love that. that for me <laughs> she'll never that. remember me but I'll always remember her
0: as you should <laughs> I love that
1: This episode is brought to you by Priceline. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place we're always daydreaming about. Whether it's the snow-capped mountains, white sand beaches, a best friend's wedding, or even a hometown visit, we all have one. My happy place, personally, is my second home, which is in Hawaii. And everybody knows, because that's where I've been living, and I live there, and in California, and I love Hawaii, and I love traveling there. So, wherever your happy place is... Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price, so you never have to miss a trip. And did you know that when you bundle and save with Priceline, you can save up to $625 when you book your flights and hotels together? We all know the feeling. 100 open tabs across 50 different sites trying to find the best deal. Just use Priceline and simply book your entire trip in one place. They truly have deals you cannot find anywhere else. And everybody loves a good deal, girl, so make sure you get that value off of Priceline. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy price with Priceline. This episode is brought to you by eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee and you'll feel it. Whether it's a handbag, watch, sneakers, streetwear or jewelry, eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal with eBay Authenticity Guarantee. Visit eBay.com for terms. Got to see Beachella. I'm so jealous. Yes. My sister got to go to that. I'm yes. so
0: jealous. Well, you know, I've had the the fortunate um, blessing to be able to work with Parkwood on multiple times. You just talked about Miss Tina um, yeah. for the Wearable Art Gala last year. I hosted the red carpet for her, which yeah. is where I met Beyonce. How amazing. Um, but yes, I also went to Beachella. I think I I didn't miss Carter Show World Tour. I saw Formation World Tour twice.
1: Gosh, I'm so jealous. Honey,
0: I'm oh, I went to Made in America for Beyonce. Love. Honey, I've been I've been to Beehive for life. Okay. <laughs> You're certified, okay, and listen. you've met Beyonce. Yes, how was she? Oh, heavenly! Is I think she... it was what was great is that specifically it was me and Zach Campbell, mm-hmm. and we stood in front of her, and she turned and she immediately knew both of us, you know. Oh and my so gosh. I think that's also so special because it that's it crazy. shows that you know what we're doing and the yeah. work we're doing means something. If yeah. it's being able to if it's make ways her. and reach her, you yeah. know what I mean. So absolutely, yes, you no, know, she was absolutely motherly.
1: It's so funny because when I went to this the, the September 2nd show I took uh, my mom and my sister and I took uh, my cousin who's uh-huh. like been he's a diehard; like he's been to every world tour he's uh-huh. been multiple he's just a diehard fan and he went to the renaissance tour like three times so when I took him he was like oh my gosh I'm so excited I was like yeah I have another ticket let's go and he was like oh my gosh what if we get to meet her I was like I love that you think I'm, that important. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not important I'm not that important I swear to god I'm not I was like I, I appreciate that though. Uh-huh. but um, she don't give a f- about me, and that's okay. (laughs) She shouldn't. She's busy. She is busy. But yeah, I literally, I sobbed at the renaissance tour oh my gosh i never thought i would get to see her yeah. live ever i don't think i've ever seen yeah i've never seen her live so that was my really okay ever great well that was a great show
0: to see then. it was
1: oh she's so stunning yes beautiful perfect we could yes. talk about her all day
0: yes we could, <laughs> yeah, and, yes, would. We could. And, would.
1: and would and i would n- make no apologies for it okay okay so but today's topic is we're going to be talking about making your mark as a comedian in both social media and traditional media like we've been talking about because mm-hmm. kaylin is an expert and for those of you who don't know what we do here on the common section is I bring videos that I was tagged in that are applicable to our topic today. And then we laugh, Kiki, talk about them, make fun of them if we have to, all Mm. of the necessary things. So for this first video, a stand-up comedian is doing a set and he's telling a joke and starts with this gender neutral pronoun is very confusing. He says he was having a friend over for dinner and he asked if his friend could come too. The comedian said, yeah, you can bring him. And the friend said, no, bring them. So the comedian assumed tons of people were coming, Mm -hmm. says he made tons of food, and when he saw it was just one person, he was so mad, he made them eat all the food. Okay, so this is obviously someone who's against pronouns, Mm -hmm. um, even though everybody has pronouns. And this is a stand-up comedian who clearly, it's like, I think it's one of those things where there are some people who start in traditional media like stand-up comedy, for Mm -hmm. example, and they're so stuck in their ways that they're Mm -hmm. unwilling to adapt to, whether it's just, the world in general, mm-hmm. culture, whatever, maybe be more inclusive because that's such a huge ask, apparently, okay. for some people. I think so much so that it stops them from being able to succeed on social media as mm-hmm. well, which I think is now they kind of go hand in hand. Like mm-hmm. you kind of have to have a presence in both mm-hmm. to some extent. So, thoughts? Well, one, <laughs> I think
0: it's a pride issue. Yeah. I think a lot of stuff like this is Absolutely. more so people feel self righteous to be able to. To say that they're like standing up against something,
1: yeah,
0: um, but, that's such a good point. Yeah, but when I was a kid, my mother used to always tell me that um, a joke isn't funny if you're the only one laughing. You a know, word. so <laughs> so, and I think also people, especially when it comes to comedy, mm-hmm. I think this goes far beyond comedy. Anybody that works in this type of industry where you have a large pool of people that are watching you or looking at you, they, for some reason, don't always want to take the responsibility that comes with that. Yeah. But if that is your choice, then you have to know that you won't have a very long career.
1: Yeah.
0: You know? Absolutely. Because... For instance, how many, how much stuff did we watch from back in the day? And we'd be like, ooh, that was a bad joke, you <laughs> yeah, know? Yeah. But it was like, but we laughed at that. And people like to bring that up. It's like, because that was a different time. Yeah, you it's know? like the
1: gift of hindsight. Exactly. And it's yeah. a,
0: it's the fact that, like, when you know better, you do better. Absolutely. But it's just the fact that at that time, we, we had didn't. ignorance and we didn't know better. Yeah, You know exactly. what I mean? So that's really what it is. So you can yeah. either get hit with the times or you can stay behind. <laughs> yeah,
1: period. I think, too, that's such a good way of looking at it also because it's like, it's kind of like you can get on the train either way it's leaving right so it's it costs you nothing in that sense to be aware and just be like i didn't know at the time now i do and i feel like there are plenty especially someone like yourself too who started on social media moved into traditional media especially even even back in 2017 Mm -hmm. like humor and everything was completely Mm -hmm. different. People's understanding of gender expression and sexuality was completely different at the time than it is now. And you've been able to sustain and grow with Mm -hmm. as times have evolved and changed and people have tried to be more inclusive. Mm -hmm. It really costs you nothing. Once you learn, you learn and then you're like, okay, I'm gonna be better from now on. I'm gonna move better. And like you said, it's a responsibility, I think, that comes with any sort of platform or influence unfortunately when you have eyes on you you have to be aware of stuff like that yep. and if you aren't like you said it's just a choice at that point like you're <laughs> choosing to not be <laughs> you're choosing to be ignorant at that point
0: right because you're making it about you
1: yeah and not
0: about the brand exactly or the business. exactly you know you're, you're making it personal
1: yeah that's even the crazier part too where I, when people are so openly bigoted and then they're like i can't believe i lost business opportunity it's like I mean, obviously, even if that brand were to agree with you, mm-hmm. they're not going to say that publicly. Girl. Exactly, they don't so,
0: get you out of here. Yeah, they
1: don't care about you that much. Right. Like they sure as hell don't. I think that that's pretty obvious, mm-hmm. right? Especially now, and I feel like as long as, like you said, I, and that's kind of conversation I've had with people too. It's like the gift of growing up as like a Gen Z person now. Mm-hmm. Like when you're like in your early or late teens, is you do know now. You Mm -hmm. know so many more things that a lot of us didn't know or weren't aware of back in the day. Correct. And that's a great thing. That's a beautiful thing. Uh, But to to expect that everyone, especially when you watch shows from eons ago, movies from eons ago, you're like, ooh. Mm. Like, you're kind of like, ooh. That made me feel weird. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Don't like that. That joke could never exist now. And that's okay. Like, the gift of hindsight, right? Right. Being able to look back and be like, that's okay. We can be better.
0: All that matters is that you learned the lesson.
1: Exactly. Okay, so some of the comments on this uh, video, this one says, not only is it confusing, but it is discriminatory towards the vast majority who are not gender neutral. That's not a thing. <laughs> people People don't discriminatory. identify. Discriminatory. <laughs> I'm assuming they mean towards, like, cis people, cisgendered people. They're like.
0: Because <laughs> they said them? Yep. <laughs> Blocked.
1: Yeah, yeah, literally, just, like, okay. Like, that's ignorant. Yeah, it is. It's it's purposeful ignorance. And also, <laughs> the entire world is cis-heteronormative, so. Right. You're okay. You're always included.
0: Right. Don't worry about you. You're And people you're good use them in their everyday vocabulary anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Acting yeah. like it ain't never been a word before. <laughs> yeah. They act like they made it up. Right. On the who, spot. Also, who gives a shit? <laughs> if you made too much food, put the damn shit in the refrigerator. Then <laughs> you got more food for the week. Package it up. Girl. Exactly. You, you meal prep. Oh chat.
1: <laughs> and this next one says, that's why that's the one thing I refuse to conform to. It literally makes no sense. Once again, like gender neutral is not a thing. Um, people being non-binary is a thing, but you know what's crazy about people? Like when they say this, I'm not gonna conform to that. You don't hang out with anyone that's non-binary. You will never have to worry about that problem. Right. (laughs) Like, you just knowing that they exist miles away from you.
0: Right.
1: It does nothing to you. It doesn't change you. It doesn't affect you.
0: It's a pride thing. You're you're
1: worried about problems that you're never going to have, girl. Right. It's kind of like men who worry about um, women who are looking for gold diggers and they have no money. Right. You're worried about a problem you're never going to have, girl. Right. (laughs) You're never going to get gold dug because you have no You ain't got
0: shit. Yeah. yeah. (laughs)
1: You it, no it, it ain't no dip. different
0: than, like, if I walk into a hospital <laughs> and I see a doctor, but I don't know it's a doctor, and I say nurse something, yeah. you know, and the nurse is like, no, I'm a doctor. Yeah. I'm going to call them a doctor. <laughs> yeah. Because that's what they are.
1: Yeah. You know? Well, it's, it's it's the exact same thing as a name. Like, if someone tells you this is my name. Right. And you're like, mm, you look more like a Gary. Mm-hmm. I, but that's not what, my that name. But they got to do shit with me. Yeah. <laughs> But that's not my name. Exactly. It's just, it's really that simple. And that's another, when people say things like that, when they're like, oh, I refuse to use proper pronouns or whatever, Um, or they say things like, I refuse to not say racist things or ableist things Mm -hmm. or what have you, homophobic things, transphobic things. Mm -hmm. Do you know how often you have to use that kind of offensive language for it to be a chore to retire it. Right. You're like, this is going to cost me so much. If right. I, if I stop saying slurs, I'm not going to talk again. Right. Like, like, it's just like, are like you saying it's gonna them really
0: break you down? <laughs> yeah,
1: you're saying them that often that it's yeah. just like a task yeah. to retire it. I just don't understand.
0: It's silly. They I'll see it as it. A, a a form of Oppression. like revolting. Actually, <laughs> they see like, hey, like this is them Their fighting revolution. against the, yeah, the cause. It's like, <laughs> Okay, girl. I'm going back <laughs> to late meds, you know, like <laughs>
1: yeah. they're be like, for real. they're like, what? Where does it end? Like, what about us? What about you, girl? You're included in every conversation. Straight men, straight women, cis men, cis women—they're constantly in the conversation. Don't worry, your representation doesn't go anywhere. That, <laughs> you're that's you're true. Con- you're constantly being represented. I promise. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> but they don't know no different. No, so, they really don't. So they can't help it.
1: That's why I said, like you in your little tiny circle girl, you're never gonna have a non-binary person ever existing around you. You're right. okay. Right. You'll be fine. <laughs> like, mm. You'll be okay, I promise. This episode is brought to you by Accounting Plus. Ignore the unschooled skeptics. In terms of career, accounting is the way to go. We're talking flexibility, great pay, and the kind of lifestyle you've always dreamed of. It's a lifestyle that's less math and spreadsheets and more traveling, personal and professional growth, and making a positive impact on your family and community. If this sounds like what you're into, Accounting Plus provides free resources that will help guide you to a successful career in accounting and personal freedom. Do more, live more. Visit joinaccountingplus.com. This is a video um, where a woman is walking around a Target with a videographer, and she's getting mad at all of the pride items on display. She stops a Target employee and asks them where the, quote, straight section is.
0: The whole story. Yeah, I was going
1: to say the closed section, like right. the normal closed section, girl. Right. You could go there.
0: <laughs> what is the big deal? Once again,
1: once again, like... You are still represented, like right. Repre- further representation doesn't take from yours, right? It's just it's just more inclusive, right? Doesn't mean anything. Doesn't
0: hurt you. No, it's no different. Like I ain't got no titties, but I'm not gonna be like, why are, why all are these bras here? <laughs> yeah. Where where's the bras for the flat chested people? You know, like I'm not asking that. Where are the bras for people with no boobs? Exactly. I just go bad. <laughs> yeah. Like who cares? I don't
1: know. I always think I'm. That's I'm too busy with my own life and problems to care about shit like that. Correct. To, like, worry... To, like, be up all right. night. Right. Oh, what what about the pride sections? Right. And if what you're so concerned those?
0: about a rainbow, I don't know what you do when it rains. <laughs> I know you... Your ass be standing in the window cursing at the sky. Does <laughs> that big-ass rainbow be sitting there and yeah. you be mad as hell? <laughs> you be sitting there like, look at this gay-ass sky! <laughs> look at this gay-ass sky! Somebody get rid of this... Gay ass guy. You're a, where's the straight sky? Okay, where's that's... the straight sky? Where's the sky for
1: the straight people? Okay. Where is it? Bring it bring Real it here. Idiot. <laughs> I'm like that's unemployed behavior, babe. Okay. I'm too busy. Too busy. Too busy Too. Too yeah. busy working. I don't have patience for that. I was like, some of you need to get a job, for real. <laughs> this uh, comment says, just like with, I'm assuming they mean Bud Light, mm-hmm. they can completely mm. change, and I still will never go back, haven't been there in years, don't plan on changing that.
0: Bud so Light, where the hell are they shopping?
1: Well, the Bud, Bud Light thing just happened. Yes. What do you mean years? <laughs> what do you mean years, girl? Yeah. Dylan, Dylan just worked with Bud Light, like, mm-hmm. this year.
0: Mm-hmm. So... <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. you, you, if you've been boycotting Bud Light, I'm assuming it's for a different reason. Maybe it's because it tastes like shit. Maybe that's what you should boycott. See, it. I
0: don't drink beer no way, so I wouldn't even have the issue.
1: Yeah, and I, I, even when I do drink beer, I sure as hell don't drink Bud Light. So that and that's just because it tastes like piss. But that's oh, well, just damn. my personal preference. That's
0: crazy. My
1: personal preference isn't them being inclusive enough to include a trans woman. Uh-huh. It's um, the fact that it tastes like shit. Mm. That's me personally. Well, that's, that's an why. Opinion. That's why people culture. Mm. Bud Light. Okay. so it's so not my culture not my
0: got it but i mean all the cases weren't didn't have rainbows on them right
1: <laughs> no it was just it they never even had anything it was, related. Yeah, it was just it was just Dylan. Dylan yeah it was just Dylan oh,
0: silly silly gooses i
1: was like again like i'm like if 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 a girl drinking beer on instagram mm-hmm. makes you that mad like you're gonna have a hard life you're gonna have a really hard life girl Like if it makes if it gets your panties that wadded up.
0: Oh, people do have. Have you been on Facebook? (laughs) The stuff that people be complaining about and upset. I'm like, y'all don't have nothing better to do. I'm saying. Like, is it that deep?
1: (laughs) Is it ever that that, deep? Oh my
0: gosh, that was me during the whole. You know, um, like when um, Hallie was Ariel, all that.
1: Oh girl, I was like, oh my
0: gosh, shut up, (laughs) just go watch the original. Yeah. Who they're, cares? They're like,
1: what about the what what about her being a redhead? She still exists. You she could go back red. and watch it.
0: Stay in school kids. That's why i
1: even I with- blame
0: George Bush. <laughs> I blame no child left behind.
1: Mm-hmm. Because
0: some of these motherfuckers should have been left behind. <laughs> and that's the truth. For real. And that's tea, bitch. They should have been left behind. Because <laughs> yeah. they are dumb as bricks. <laughs>
1: That's really what it is, honestly.
0: I read stuff and I'm like, this only made sense to your dumb ass.
1: <laughs> <me?"> <laughs> you and like your five illiterate family okay, members. Okay. Yeah.
0: Because y'all yeah. ain't nothing going on up in here. Mm-mm,
1: mm-mm. It's just
0: space, honey. Yeah,
1: you knock on the forehead. It sounds like an empty closet. A hollow wall. For real. There's My God nothing, today. nothing up there but drywall, girl. Okay. Even, yeah, with the aerial thing, I was like, once again, there's not enough things going on in the world. We got to be reporting on this. And like, and what was she? And you know what's even crazier? I'm like, what would be more? I think outrageous would be if they cast someone who couldn't sing, and that bitch can
0: sing. Okay, that bitch can sing. Okay, what the hell? Those should be the only requirements.
1: For real, I'm like literally just she. Look, first of all, I met her at the Oscars. Mm. She is a Disney princess in real life, like, Uh like actually, like personified in real Uh life. Like she is. Wait, you was there
0: for the Will Smith slap? Oh
1: no, girl, that was last year. Oh, okay. I was there this year. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh uh, no, that what was been... this year. This Th- year was that wasn't this year? No, that was last Ooh, year.
0: I can't tell time. <laughs>
1: I get lost. No, that was literally last year. I know. I I went this year. I did I, I, me like trying to get the tea on it. I was like, so like, how was it? They just they just said it was crazy. <laughs> so what happened? <laughs> they just said it was crazy.
0: But mm-hmm. I met her
1: this year because obviously, like, um, with the Little Mermaid coming out and yes. everything, she was doing a whole press thing. Um, but she like floats on a little cloud. Mm-hmm. She is a little fairy in real life. Mm-hmm. She is gorgeous and sweet and so f- talented. I
0: remember when they were opening for Damn. the Formation World Tour. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, yeah. like early, early um, on. Yeah, no, I think Their they is... both have created careers that are just beautiful, far
1: and beyond. Yeah, Beyonce's never wrong. Nope her sense her sense her mind her mind works differently she gets
0: it yeah <laughs> she
1: gets it okay this next comment says they seem to forget the issue wasn't pride clothing or items it was children pride items leave kids out of sexuality pride talk slash images once again they didn't make anything for kids that was inappropriate it was like a shirt that has a rainbow it says pride i don't think anything when wrong i was that. a kid mm mm-hmm.
0: And I walked through a store and if I ever saw a rainbow on apparel, mm-hmm. I said, that's a nice rainbow. <laughs> yeah. And that's all the f- I knew. <laughs> yeah.
1: They don't know any, and you know, what's crazy is the the true T of it is like the reason why they like they hide it behind like homophobia. They hide it behind this smoke screen of like caring about kids is because they sexualize gay people. Mm-hmm. And that's you, girl.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's a you thing. Kids don't know anything about that. No.
0: Nope. And Plus, they only know because of your opposition Exactly. To
1: and you talking about it in a sexual graphic mm-hmm. way, that is the only way they know that. Right. Because if you tell a child, like if someone has two dads, for example, and you tell a child, like, oh, that's, he has two dads. And they're like, why? Well, that's just how some families are. Okay. Right. That's where it ends. Like, right. they, they literally know nothing else. They're like, okay. Right. And then they go back to, like... Good to know. They go back to picking their butt... Right. ...and going and pushing other kids. Like That's, right. like, what they do. They I mean,
0: anytime <laughs> you see it in a movie or anything, it's always... Anytime that kind of even, like, a bullying situation happens... Yeah. It's always the kid being like, well, my mommy and daddy told me that they're supposed to be just one woman and one exactly. man." Exactly. It's because it's, it's taught. taught.
1: It's literally taught. It's literally
0: tall. It's tall. And it's not that big of a deal. And, uh, and the thing about that... The thing that's so stupid to me when it comes to racism and bigotry and all of it, it's Mm -hmm. like, gay people aren't going to just go away. Black people aren't going to go away. Exactly. This is going to exist Mm -hmm. until the end of time. (laughs) So I don't see the point (laughs) of your opposition as if it's just going to disappear one day. It's not. Girl. It's not.
1: No way. Some of
0: y'all are in relationships with closeted gay people. (laughs)
1: And that's the tea. Isn't okay, it?
0: it's in your house. Mm-hmm. It's in your home. They're
1: sleeping next to you. girl. Okay, mm-hmm. every night.
0: So be for real. <laughs> yeah. Let it go.
1: Haven't we seen enough stories like that?
0: Okay, absolutely. Maybe well, if you was a little more welcoming, you wouldn't be in that situation. <laughs> okay. You
1: know what? That's karma.
0: Listen, that's if, my I said. Man, if my man woke up one day and was like. I think I want to be a woman or I want to be with a woman. I'm gonna be like, go do you, baby.
1: Yeah, you do what go. you got to do. I want
0: you to be happy.
1: Absolutely. I ain't got shit to do with me. <laughs> and I'm going to keep pushing. Okay. I'm going to keep pushing. And I think, too, like, that's karma. If you believe in nothing else,
0: uh-huh.
1: believe in karma, ho. Amen. It always comes back. Yeah. She always comes back. Okay, this next one says, everyone's showing their true colors. Taylor Swift, Sam Smith. Major corporate politicians, everything comes to light. Turn away from the world. What?
0: What the hell that mean?
1: Is oh, that a riddle? What is it? I think I think she's talking about
0: what Taylor do. <laughs> I, know, I
1: know. And Sam Smith. Right. Like, I think it's just like, how dare they show me people that I don't think have a right to exist, kind of thing. But I don't know what Taylor Swift does do. That she's a straight white woman. Like that's your guys' tea, isn't it? Yeah.
0: I only know <laughs> like... about the jet plane issue.
1: Jet plane, yeah, about her
0: taking a private jet and it being like having the most emissions or something like that, and it was like this big old controversy T. thing.
1: A lot of famous people have that problem, I think. Yeah, like. they fly. You know what's? You know what's even crazier? T. One time I was gonna, I was supposed to go on a brand trip. Uh-huh. This is just whatever. I was supposed to go on a brand trip with a brand I genuinely, truly love. Uh-huh. Um, and for some reason, the universe, God. Did not want me to go Ooh, on that trip, girl. Okay. I have never. I never miss flights. I'm never late to them. For some reason, we you didn't like. Make it. Oh no, girl! I missed my first one. Oh. Slept in a hotel overnight. Was gonna fly again. Missed that one too. For some odd reason. Ooh. Went home. Came back. Missed the third. Oh, it's
0: a sign. And
1: I said, I'm gonna take a hint. Yeah. I'm going home, girl. Yeah. No way. Go home. I'm not getting lost in the Bermuda Triangle. No way. Nope.
0: Mm-mm. Mm-mm. God wants you. You ever go home. seen that show Manifest? Yeah. That was gonna be you. <laughs> Yep.
1: <laughs> I was like, God said, if I swear to God, if you get on that plane, uh-huh. like, so I took a hint and I went home. Good, but the last time, right, the last flight I tried to get on, um, they actually put me in this completely different, um, check-in. It's like it's an airport next to the airport, uh-huh. and then they—I've t- never done that before. They told me the T, That's like where all the famous people fly uh-huh. because it's
0: this is L.A. Yeah, it's right is next it, to LAX. Is it? It's next to LAX?
1: Yeah, it's, like, right next. You go past the exit off to get to, uh-huh. like, go on to LAX. You go past it, and uh-huh. then there's another little airport right gotcha. there. Gotcha. I've done
0: Jet sweet X. Ooh. And that's see. how, like, you can fly to LA to Vegas on, like, a semi-private jet. Oh,
1: I see. Yeah. No, it was, like, it's like just a another. private terminal. Yeah, it's a private terminal okay. entirely, but I was still going to get on a regular plane. Uh-huh. But I have never, I've never been in some shit like that. I said, famous people, they're on some other shit, bitch. Like,
0: oh, but it's a pretty penny for it. It is, Is and I didn't pay for it, so I ruined (laughs) it. Yeah, I Uh, didn't even get on the flight. Jason Momoa was right behind me on the flight. Oh, period. And they drove him up to the plane. Damn. And got him on. And then when we landed, yeah. somebody was at the door waiting to take him off the plane to put him back in the car and to drive him. That's so away. funny.
1: Flying here to New York, mm-hmm. um, there was a girl from Riverdale. I forget her name. Ma- Madeline? Pitch, yes. I think Madeline. Um, she, I think she was on my flight. Uh-huh. The only reason I know that is because when we got off, there was someone waiting right there for her at the thing and took her down the yep. stairs onto the tarmac. Yeah. And I was like, well, I've never seen anything like that yep. before.
0: Now, if you do want that treatment... If you got medallion status with Delta, Ooh. they would do that if you running late for like a layover. So there Ooh. was one time I had like a really tight connection and I was platinum medallion then, but Ooh. I'm diamond now. But I, I got <laughs> off the plane. That's and the lady was standing there with my name. I said, that's me, girl. <laughs> Next thing I knew, honey, we was in the car. Yeah. I said, oh, this is service, girl. <laughs> This is customer service. No, for real. Baby, she drove my ass straight up to that plane. And I got on there. I said, yes, baby. Yes, honey. I ain't went through no airplane. Nope. Mm-hmm.
1: That's like how that little private terminal thing was. Uh-huh. I had never seen. They take you. Like, you go in, and they, you get out, and they uh-huh. come and take all your bags. They tag them for uh-huh. you right there. You go in a little yeah. um, bar area. Yeah. You sit down. All yeah. the food and drink's free. Yeah. You now, just I will say, I back. do
0: take the helicopter in New York t because sometimes if i'm if i have a shoot or i have something to do yeah and i don't have an hour to sit in traffic yeah girl honey you can find me on the on the helicopter
1: (laughs) and going two miles here takes you an hour yes
0: seven minutes we'd be in the air
1: (laughs) damn yeah yeah and that's and that's the that's the kind of shit that like really blows my mind doing this for a living Mm because i had never they live a whole nother life Mm -hmm. so when people get mad at them for shit like that i'm like girl you should see how they live. Like they, they don't even know. Like yeah. they have no idea how normal people live anymore. Yeah. I didn't even know when you fly like any sort of like Delta One or anything. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that you could go in the sky in the lounge. Really? The first like year I was flying all the time and I was if I flew Delta One, I literally was I was sitting in the regular terminal with everybody else. I was like
0: Oh, so you've been through the private one in LA, right? The new Yes, entrance. girl. Oh now that's real luxury. <laughs> Baby, you don't even you go tell, upstairs. You know,
1: what we'll say you could tell we don't come for money because it still blows my mind.
0: Oh yes, <laughs> like, honey, it's the bottom floor. You walk in, it's a private security. Your own TSA, yeah. yes, own TSA, and T. it takes you straight to the lounge.
1: T. and I said that alone is worth the ticket. Oh, the TSA alone is worth the ticket because I, I don't have pre-check or anything like that.
0: Oh, see, I do. I I, I, I need got to global get it now. Entry, I got pre-check. I need
1: all of that, and now. honey.
0: Because you know what's so crazy <laughs> is that when, flying to L.A. because it usually works, so it's always Delta One. Yeah, you know they got a new terminal for yeah. Delta. A-L- I don't even know what the regular terminal look like. <laughs> yeah. I ain't never been in it. I just been in the Delta one section.
1: Well, I I do because I was sitting in it cuz I it was nice? like oh, okay. <laughs> The new one's nice. I will say the old one is not bad at all. Uh-huh. Um the only thing that that is awful is those godforsaken bathrooms, girl. I don't know what they feed you on mm-hmm. those Delta flights, girl, but that in the regular Delta terminal, <laughs> those bathrooms Satan has gone in there. Only Satan has used those toilets. Yeah,
0: I be in the lounge taking showers. (laughs) When I was there for Beyonce. Oh, Mm -hmm. I took a shower. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I I loved it.
1: I know how, because you come straight from the concert. You go straight to the airport. Yeah. So nice.
0: You just get ready there and keep it pushing.
1: Girl, I was like, that's how you know we don't come for money. Because even every time I go, I'm like, this is nice. But to that
0: point, that's why I take advantage of every luxury.
1: Same. You know, I'm like, honey, I didn't
0: have none of this. (laughs) You think I'm going to say no just so I can appear humble? (laughs) F*** that. (laughs) Uh, I don't work too goddamn hard. I'm going to take this motherfucker shower and then <laughs> the Sky and that's, Club lounge. And that's tea
1: honestly okay you know and you know what's funny too is even before I started doing this like I constantly got put in the middle seat I don't know why my big ass should never be in a middle seat but I always was and mm. so I've done my my do diligence. you done you paid what your dues. I
0: did girl you gonna lay on that <laughs> mother <motherfucking> seat <laughs> You're going to recline that hope. Girl. Especially if you get on a lucky one that you can put the massage button on.
1: <laughs> Mine's always broken. Oh <laughs> like,
0: Yeah, same. Yeah. Same. Child, yeah, yes.
1: Even when I flew, when I used to fly back and forth from college, because I went to school in Hawaii. Oh, okay. Um, So when I would fly to and from home, like, for a while, I was flying standby. You ever mm, flown standby, girl? No, I
0: ain't never done that. Girl. That's rough. I got a flight to L.A. in a couple weeks. <laughs> And they booked me in Delta Comfort Plus, and I'm just praying that I get upgraded. Because I was like, I'm not paying $1,000 to be in Delta what? I was like, please, even with like
1: Even with uh, flying standby, I was like, you want to play Russian roulette with a flight, bitch? You you fly standby. Yeah. And it's because it's cheaper, which I totally get. Mm-hmm. But the way that I would be like, please, you please, up please, please, please. Yeah, you and then the sometimes chance. I'd get stranded in the most random places. Like, I was stranded in Arizona once. I think one time I was stranded in Florida. Like in Orlando.
0: Oh, I would have went to Disney World. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, that's fine. I'll catch out the Magic Kingdom.
1: <laughs> I know. But I think, you know what I love though? I, what I absolutely love about you and your platform is that you have remained the same exact like, funny, relatable person that you were from the very beginning until now. Mm. So I'm really, really happy that you have like all the success that you do. If you were going to give advice to anyone who's maybe looking to pursue either form of Mm -hmm. media, whether it's traditional or social, what would you say is your best piece of advice if they're looking to pursue a career in it at all? Mm. And if so, like, how do you connect them? How do you transition Mm. to the next?
0: What have you? I would always tell people that if you want anything, you have to be able to sacrifice anything. Period. This industry is not easy. Mm Mm-hmm. And it is hard. Yeah. And you have to be a fighter. Mm-hmm. You have to have thick skin. Mm-hmm.
1: You have to be
0: willing to work 24-7. <laughs> yeah. There is no off
1: Yeah, literally. Time. At all, yeah.
0: And if it's what you want, mm-hmm. then anything is possible. Period. But if you want to be lazy <laughs> and you don't want to put in the work, <laughs> yeah. then it's not going to happen.
1: Yeah, Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Kaylin, for coming on the show. You're amazing. And I'm so, so happy that you're continuing your long, illustrious career. Where can everybody find you?
0: You know, I make it very easy. Mm -hmm. It's just the Kaylin Allen everywhere.
1: Period. Love that. And do you have anything you'd like to promote coming up?
0: Well, we on strike, so I can't promote shit. Okay, there you go.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well... Hopefully strike in soon. Hopefully. Hopefully.
0: That's what we're hoping for.
1: Fingers crossed.
0: Bitch better have my money. (laughs)
1: Yeah, exactly. But in the meantime, make sure all of you can... uh follow Kalen Allen on literally everything as you heard the Kalen Allen on everything he's amazing and hilarious and so incredibly talented so thank you so much for coming on the show thank you darling I adore you you're amazing and thank you all for joining us on this episode of the comment section show don't forget new episodes drop every Wednesday you can stream the audio on all streaming platforms but the video lives exclusively and for free on Spotify because that's our fave and everybody knows that so thank you so much to Kalen for coming thank you all for joining us and I'll see you next week bye to the loo. Oh, my God.